Hey, this is MMM's Mark Iskowitz, editor at large. Welcome everybody to this MMM podcast titled How ML, AI, and Real World Data Are Redefining TV Advertising for Pharma Marketers, sponsored by Swoop. With pharma marketing budgets down on an annual basis, as MMNN reported earlier this year in our Healthcare Marketers Trend Survey, the familiar adage of doing more with less is back in the spotlight. For marketers, one of the best ways to do that is better targeting and understanding where audiences are and how best to reach them. On the DTC side, of course, that includes reaching patients in the way they prefer to engage. And on the HCP side, it involves reaching them with the best messaging on channels that they're most likely to interact with. And that's where machine learning, artificial intelligence, and real-world data come into play. These can help the marketer build a custom audience based on their unique brand objectives to plan, activate, and measure across channels. And I'm honored to be joined by Kurt Robinson, SVP of Business Development at Swoop, to discuss that topic more in depth. Kurt, hello, and welcome to the MMN Podcast. Hey there. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So just to start off here, you know, for folks who may not be uh, aware of Swoop, can you just uh, provide, Kurt, a brief overview of the company uh, and uh, what you're all about? Sure. So Swoop provides custom advertising solutions for pharmaceutical and life science advertisers. Uh, so leveraging real-world data coupled with privacy-safe AI and machine learning, we're able to help create predictive audiences to reach defined patient and HCP targets. This really enables our clients to safely and efficiently reach the clinical populations that will ultimately drive their business. Thanks for that overview of Swoop. Kurt, could you then uh, also, you have a very interesting background yourself. Can you just speak a little bit to that, how you moved into your current role and, and kind of exactly what you're doing for the company? Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's been a fairly long ride. I've been with uh, Swoop for almost 11 years, but you know we've done some really incredible, interesting things. For the majority of my time with Swoop, I was on the sales side focused on calling across verticals when we touched more than just health. But really with the last six years or so, we focused in very much on pharma. And about two years ago, I shifted out of the sales side and uh, spun up our partnerships team, which was really driven by our data and our audiences being pulled into these new channels that we're talking about today. The first few years with our audiences in healthcare, everything was digital. It was all programmatic activation. But we felt sort of that pull, right, as pharma marketers realized these data sets and audiences could be utilized in other channels, we started to see that, right? We started to have people ask us to push to the NBCs of the world or the dishes of the world or the iHearts of the world. So we needed a team to manage all of these new activation partnerships that we had. So uh, that's the group that I run today. So a, a data provider through and through that works uh, and supports agencies in, in better targeting. Yep. Okay, fascinating. Uh, before we get more into that, uh, can you just sort of set the stage in terms of what are some of the trends shaping TV advertising right now, particularly in the pharma industry? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and there's, there's a ton of disruption going on right now, much of which is being driven by the shift in how people consume TV fundamentally. Connected TV continues to grow which is providing advertisers with greater targeting precision across the TV glass. And as a byproduct of this, the role of data is also evolving. Uh, CTV enables audience-based targeting. So you're seeing a migration of advanced audiences from the digital world into that of TV. Uh, and then finally, you're seeing the adoption of advanced audiences to inform linear TV spend. These are traditional TV buys 
Um, however, you're now able to use advanced audiences to better select the networks and day parts that best align to your clinical target, as opposed to historically TV being bought on an age and gender. Right. So demographic, you know, zip, those kinds of, you know, traditional targeting. Yep. This provides a much more higher order of targeting. It, uh, exactly. With, with CTV. Yep. And it's, it's critical for pharma because you really can't sum up any condition with age and gender alone. It, it's just more, much more complex than that. Especially when we're talking about rare disease um, and specialty therapeutic areas where the industry is moving further and further into, right? Absolutely. That's that. Now we're getting into needle in the haystack territory. Yep. Right. Right. Moving right along. How have pharma and life science advertisers traditionally used TV in their marketing efforts? Traditionally, TV has been a mass reach medium. Uh, you know, the goal was to capture a broad swath of the population, uh, typically, again, based on demographic alignment. And it's, it's still a mass reach channel. However, by bringing advanced audience into the investment, you can do a lot to narrow the aperture of targeting and increase efficiency uh, within that spend. Right. We do see some things like, you know, video being used to target doctors. Can you just speak to that for a second? How would you use what's traditionally thought of as DTC channels to reach professionals? Yeah, I, I think it's in early stages, but, but we are seeing it now. Um, you know, advertising partners looking to bring HCP sort of video communications into connected TV, digital, you know, a byproduct of the pandemic was sort of limited access to physicians in office. So I think that we're, we're seeing this as a result of wanting to maintain connection, right? But to do so through digital channels. So it's still early. It's a smaller portion of our business than the DTC side, but it's growing. And HCPs are obviously a, a really critical part of the equation. Sure, sure. Great. Now, now that we got that out of the way, um, what, what, talk about more about some of the challenges that were associated with legacy targeting methods. Yeah, well, as I mentioned, you, you really can't sort of sum up a population of patients by age and gender. And that's that's been the currency of how TV has been bought and transacted. Um, and, and with that being the legacy currency, it, it's never been a perfect fit for healthcare. Pharma marketers face a lot of unique challenges and obstacles, much different than sort of other verticals like CPG in finding and motivating their potential customers. Uh, so they, I think because of that, stand to benefit the most from this data disruption that's incur occurring within TV today. Right. It's, it's not, there's a lot of intermediaries in the process, right? Between, you know, the pharma company launching a product and the patient eventually getting it. There's decision makers from the doctor down to the payer. Yep. Um, and, and so it's, a, it's a more of a complex um, a journey. Absolutely. If you will. Yeah. A lot of variables that sort of determine that path to conversion. Absolutely. And so we need an updated um, targeting uh, approach. Um, and this is where building custom audiences via machine learning, AI, and real-world data come in. Uh, is that right? That's right. Yeah. The, the, the interesting thing about pharma marketing is that for all the challenges, all the things that make it complex, the regulation, um, the fragmented ecosystem, with all that, you know exactly who your potential customers are, right? Someone either qualifies for your therapy or they don't. And that's really the advantage of advanced audience is they're key in hitting that qualified target, right? And focusing your impact where you can drive conversions. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll ask you for some examples, uh, case studies of doing that in, in a moment. Just wanted to address something that may be on the minds of listeners, and that is patient privacy. You know, we've seen 
obviously with the uh, growth of privacy concerns uh, in this country, overseas as well, that this is becoming more and more uh, important. How does Swoop ensure patient privacy? Talk, talk about that. Yep. Important question. Um, and, and there are a few key ways. Uh, so first, we hold no PII or PHI, right? So we hold no data that could be linked back to a specific individual. Secondly, all the data that we utilize is tokenized and de-identified before we receive it. And, and really, this ensures that we cannot re-identify anybody in either data set. And then finally, we're uh, a members of the NAI uh, or the Network Advertising Initiative. We were actually the first consumer health data company to join as a member. And they really go a step beyond HIPAA and provide guidance specifically as to how patient data can be used to target online, which HIPAA actually doesn't really think about. Yeah, we, we've seen a lot of people kind of, a lot of websites in, in healthcare of late, it's come out that a lot of them have kind of used the term HIPAA compliant a little bit loosely when, when they don't really, it doesn't really apply to them. Right. Uh, so it's, it's nice to hear, you know, that Swoop being members of the NAI, NAI and being a tech company at heart, you know, probably has a, I'm sure has a, has a more um, sophisticated understanding of what's in the MarTech stack um, and can, you know, keep, keep an eye on that, yep. uh, which is very important. Uh, so let, let's get to the case studies, which I'm sure a lot of people are eager to hear about. Can you provide, Kurt, some examples of uh, some of these custom audiences and the specific value that they bring to TV advertising? Yeah. So one that comes to mind, we recently developed a case study with a large satellite cable provider. And in that study, we doubled the on-target reach which resulted in 20% increase in doctor visit and 24% increased in brand conversions. So there really is a direct correlation between audience quality and script lift. Um, you know, and now that efficiency can be coupled with the visual impact of TV. And, and you said that was for a pharma client. Um, can you kind of talk about, um, I know you can't probably name them, but you know, what therapeutic category that was in, you know, maybe give members or audience members a little bit more of a flavor for some of the particulars about that case study? Yeah, it was for a psoriasis drug, and we were promoting that through addressable TV activation that was running across one of our, our larger sort of satellite cable providers. And, and that's, you know, sort of a, a, a growing space, I would say. You're seeing a lot of sort of scatter investment within TV that's going into the addressable space. So it's just another way to bring sort of digital level targeting to the, that impactful sort of TV experience that it provides. So addressable is sort of a very exciting channel for us, I would say. Yeah, and psoriasis is a very commercial, yep. commercially oriented uh, therapeutic category with a lot of choices out there. Some of them reimbursed through the Part D pharmacy channel, um, others um, through the Part B infusion, you know, through the doctor's office. Um, and so uh, you could imagine that um, high awareness on TV would really have a potential effect on, on brand choice. Yep, absolutely. Now, these audiences can also be used in other channels, right? And uh, talk about what are, what are the benefits of that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the beauty of these advanced audiences. Once you go through the effort to build them custom to your brand strategy, you want to get as much utility from them as you can, right? And, and that utility comes from just the breadth of, of channel activation that they can help drive. So everything from digital and social um, to now connected TV, addressable TV, as we just mentioned, 
as well as uh, streaming audio. We see that as a growing medium as well. I think people are looking as linear TV viewership has declined. They're looking for other sort of mass reach channels to tap into. And audio certainly provides that. Yeah, so it's a great point on audio. I mean, consumers are certainly engaging across all these different channels, digital, programmatic, social, CTV, audio. You know, so why shouldn't advertisers use the same audience across all those channels yep. for planning and activation? Absolutely. Yes. Meet, meet them where they are, wherever that may be. And, and that's where the audiences can sort of help contribute to that. Right. And as opposed to on the HCP side, where you have both in-person and digitally led engagement on the DT side, it's really digital and le- less so on the brick and mortar. Right. Uh, and so again, it's just to, to, to support your point. One can see the benefits of integrating, orchestrating all of these uh, in, in kind of uh, an omni-channel fashion yep. through that singular audience and, and uh, AI, ML, and real-world data can help build those, those custom audiences. One last question, Kurt, and I'll let you go. Uh, let's look forward a little bit, get you to take your crystal ball out a bit. Talk about what do you think are the biggest opportunities you see for biopharma marketers, uh, specifically as it relates to TV? I think we're starting to see it now, but the future of TV, I believe, really puts advanced audiences at the center of all decision-making. Right. Uh, this includes channel planning and traditional linear TV investments. Uh, historically, you'd select networks and day parts based on indexing against an age and gender. This falls short for pharma marketers. And, and now you can really select programming that indexes highly for the exact patients that you're looking for. And the opportunity this presents to pharma advertisers is really doing more with the dollars you have to your original point as you kick this off um, and improving ROI through better alignment to qualified patients. Right. It's funny how that, that old adage is coming back again, doing, doing more with less. Uh, but, you know, given the fact that budgets are going sideways, it's probably a good time to uh, take another look at, at messaging and, and optimize the targeting, right? Absolutely. Yep. And, and, and you see the results, right? That's the really beautiful thing about healthcare is that you can track these virtual exposures to real world outcomes and you can see sort of the impact of these strategic shifts, right? And that's really what drives these changes that we're starting to see. Yeah. Kurt, thank you so much for explaining, you know, how we can uh, use AI, ML, and real-world data to improve audience targeting. Truly the topic of the moment, I think, for uh, for those in the life sciences industry. Uh, you're a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. And for those who have more questions on this topic, feel free to go to swoop.com. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Marcus Gowitz. We'll see you next time on the MMM Podcast. <laughs>